Welcome to the Disney World is Awesome Podcast. I'm TJ. I'm Matt. Landon here. Hey everybody, welcome back. Another episode. Disney World is awesome. It's a statement, but also the name of our podcast. Uh, three dads. That's right. Same neighborhood. Also correct. Uh, love Disney World and talking about it. We do it uh, now for 101 episodes. There you go, the 101. We're here to hype you up, uh, get you ready for your next trip. Talk Disney. Something else we could we need to coin this somehow, but we want it. This is your thirty. This is your thirty-five to forty-minute bubble that we oh, want yeah. to create. Yeah, we for talked you. about that last week, didn't we? Last week we celebrated one hundred episodes. If you joined us on one of our live streams, we apologize and thank you. It was kind of a mess, but it was fun. A lot of people were commenting, and I, I yeah, it was like a good party. We had a lot of great people, Seriously. and it was it was messy. And it was all good. We were all, we were, we were all smiling. We had balloons. Um, but now it's the first of our next 100 episodes. There you go. And uh, I thought, you know what we haven't done is we have not dedicated. We've done everything, TJ. We haven't done this. We haven't dedicated one full episode to the man who dreamed up Disney World in the first place. And that is the Michael Eisner. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> the one and only... Walt Disney, Michael oh, Eisner. Yes. You pull out Michael Eisner on, on the me. spot. How'd you like that? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, so, I'm a huge Walt Disney nerd. No, I've just become one. You know this. Yes, yes, absolutely. He, he, he his life fascinates me, and I've I've got a book here that's called How to Be Like Walt, and it's not only kind of his biography, but it's also there are. Uh, lessons to be learned through how he went about creating things and working with people, dreaming, um, coming up against obstacles. You, I mean, you've read uh, a couple of books as well. Yes, yeah, yeah about absolutely. you know the, how he purchased and went right. about going going to Disney or acquiring land. Right, right. Um, but anyway. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk us through kind of a not expert version of Walt Disney and who he was, what he did, and how it led to the greatest tourist greatest place, place of ever. all time. That's it. And that there is Walt go. Disney World. 100%. So what are you kicking it off with? Are you just going to read us that book? Yeah. <laughs> Page Chap- one. Chapter, chapter one. one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually 400 pages. Walt, Walt is born. <laughs> so Walt Disney, my friends, was born in 1901. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Did you know that he was born in Chicago? I did. Matt is from Chicago. Yes. Yep. Illinois. Yes. Chicagoland area. I didn't know that. what I would say. You yes you did no you didn't know you didn't he was, know was from, from Chicago? Chicago no 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 I'm Walt Walt oh okay, got, oh. It. got it I'm like what hey we're basically friends yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and yes. Walt, Walt only lived to age sixty five but again born in nineteen oh one and he grew up in Chicago and when he was four years old that's when his family moved to the kind of infamous Marceline Missouri right. How long did they live there? They didn't live there that long. Did in Marcelin? Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't as long of a time as you think. It was only about four years yeah. that they were in Marcelin. But the one notable thing about Marcelin is, is that, you know, it was just kind of a classic small town. 
and it had a main street with shops and you know everything probably a barbershop places to eat ice cream shop those kind of things right the set the epicenter of the town right right and he modeled you know disneyland yeah disneyland's main street after kind of a euphoric version of marceline missouri's main street right and disney world and which so i mean you think about it (laughs) he was impacted as a kid with this main street probably getting to go to like the whatever the dime store and get candies and walk down the downtown we have been impacted by his main street as kids getting to walk down it and do that it's just ridiculous none of us have been there but i think disney world fans not yet not yet disney fans find themselves in marceline missouri just to walk the streets We're gonna we're I have gonna so road many trip places on my list. We're, we're gonna Only road trip for uh, road tripping to Disney World. Will That's I stop it. there for gas. I don't even know how we could get through Marceline on the way down. I'm not sure it would work, but okay. so he had uh, he had three older brothers: Herbert, Raymond, and Roy. And then he had a younger sister, Ruth. So there was a total of five of them. And of course, Roy, who I believe was like the next older one to him, Roy is the one who really came alongside of him and and helped build Disney land and Disney World. Am I wrong when I say like he was kind of the money man? He was like the 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 numbers guy. Walt would dream it up and Roy would figure out a way how they could actually afford to do it or actually make it happen. Would yeah, that- you're right. You're right. He was kind of like the how to get things done guy. Yeah. Walt had big dreams. Roy said, there's no way we can do it. Walt said, well, figure it out. And Roy did. Right. He figured it out. <laughs> Roy's my kind of guy. It's crazy, isn't it? Would, I mean, think TJ, about that. TJ, you are Walt. You and Matt both are. Well, I feel like you're more realistic. I'm the middle man. You're kind of the middle man. I think I would be more the middle man. Yeah, TJ's the dreamer on it. Are you, you're the Roy. You're going to yeah. figure it out. I mean, inside I'm jumping with joy, but on the outside I have to question him. Pump the brakes. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Very true, but uh, they ended up moving to Kansas City after a few years, and this is where Walt kind of started to grow up and really got his hands in a lot of different things. He was drawing, he was taking art classes, he would trade his drawings to a local barber for free haircuts, so he had a very entrepreneurial spirit, uh, and he also enjoyed his job on the train, and he would be fascinated by trains for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which is just kind of a fun fact about Walt. Now he went back. He went to art school in Chicago, didn't he? You're right. Well done. Nice pull. And that's where I was headed next. He went okay. to the Chicago Art Institute. Hold on, yep. he's reading Wikipedia right now. <laughs> Are you? No, no just not. kidding. His he's phone not. is down. His phone is down. I'm <laughs> no, kidding. No, no, no. Um, so when Walt was, and by the way, I'm pulling these notes from all different sources, biography.com and this book that I'm reading and a few others. But uh, yeah, when he was 16, he wanted to help fight in World War One. So he took a little break, or at least that was his plan, but he was still too young to join the Army, so he dropped out of school, joined the Red Cross, and this was after going to the Chicago Art Institute, and he spent the next year driving ambulances in France. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Really? For the Red Cross. Um, But then after that, he really started to dive into his work as an artist, and he worked at an art studio and an advertising company. And this is where he met the famous Ub Iwerks, mm-hmm. who became a key partner in creating who we would meet as Dick, uh, Mickey Mouse down the road. Uh, but 
you know, in his early years, they started Laughagram. Have you heard of Laughagram? Animation Studios. He hired Ub and a few other friends to help animate. Did they had they moved out west at this point, or they in? I think they'd moved out west, right? At this point to this, California. Yep, with this, this is yep. where in 1923 he moved out to Hollywood in California to start a new business with Roy. And it was called the Disney Brothers Studio. And he hired Ub Iwerks and a few other animators. And this is where they created the famous character Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yep. And this was like their golden child. This was the first. This was the first. And it was like a super ugly version, a rabbit version of of Mickey Mouse. Yep. Long years. This business was a huge success. And things were going well. But what happened was there became like a dispute with this, Universal Studios. This is Studios. where we play like boom, 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 boom. Dum, dum, like, dum. Like that music. Universal Studios ended up winning the rights to Oswald in a trademark dispute and basically stole it back from Walt and uh, in Roy. So they were back to nothing. They had nothing to work with at this time. Did they get up then too or no? They got to keep up. So Universal stole a few other animators, except for Ub. Except for Ub, okay. I believe, yeah. Not experts, but uh, according to my sources. So there's these stories about Walt, and I don't know what's true, but rumor has it, legend has it. He went out east for some trip, and as he was riding the train back out to California, he had the idea of a mouse and Steamboat Willie, and... Uh, so that's where he came up with Mickey Mouse. They named him Mickey. Again, legend has it his wife, Lily. Is it Lily? Yeah, Lily. I cannot believe you looked at me. <laughs> I looked at Landon, and he looked at me like a deer in headlights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my goodness. My heart stopped. <laughs> you really put me on the spot there, TJ. Do you but notice that I'm saying really... the least amount of words Landon. tonight? I'm I'm one of the listeners for them. I cannot contribute. You guys are the Walt guys. So when they created Mickey Mouse and their first on, yes. version of it was Steamboat Willie. This was the first time Mickey Mouse came to life. And it was one of the first times, if not the first, that animation, uh, animation and audio was matched up. Oh. Who voiced the original Mickey Mouse? I would have to guess Walt. You are correct. I know no one else from that time period. <laughs> uh, and it just became a huge success. In fact, it led to Walt wanting to take a huge risk. And again, it, uh, Oswald, the lucky rabbit, got stolen from him. He was back to square one, figured it out, worked on Mickey Mouse, and now he was he wanted to take another huge risk, a huge risk. Movie? And that was a movie. Big movie. Matt, you're good. Big movie. Well, I have gone through the Walt Disney Presents. Yeah, that's at, true. At uh, Hollywood Studios. So now, that's one of So now we're in the 30s. This is right. 1932, and he wanted to make a full-length animated film, and people scoffed at him. And he, everyone would say, you're going to go bankrupt because right. of this decision. There's no way this can work. And he, said, he, he had a dream, and he had a vision for it. So he created what movie? Inside Out. <laughs> I can, I have nothing but humor to contribute to this episode. You can you can turn my mic down. No, no, no. Keep that up. So they went after and they created Snow White. Right. Snow White was the first full-length animated film, and it was released in 1937. 
and it was a gigantic success. Right. Gigantic success that ended up funding the next series of things that they were able to do, which was really cool. So out of Snow White, they were able to create all the classics, Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, Bambi, Peter Pan. Oh, I hate some of those movies. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Fantasia is not my favorite. It's a scary one when you're a kid. Yes. It will scar you as a kid. Right. It's not as bad when you're, you know, seeing clips of it um, at Walt Disney World. What's what's the... uh, No. uh, Fantasia? No, no, no. Yeah. Fantasia, the movie, but what's what's the movie clip one right next to it's or across from It's a Small World? I can't oh, think. Oh, Phil Magic. Phil Magic. I could not think of that right now. Yeah, Phil Magic. Yeah, basically experts. Um, but okay, so all the classics or the originals, well, right? Well, now he's got real momentum, and if you're Walt Disney, now you got street cred. This can be your life. Like right. you just create you, you full length animated films, and you can be done. And now enter. This is what TJ really is about this is where tj falls in love right is what walt decides to do next well because and to bridge the gap in the 1950s uh he really got into television mm-hmm. oh right so now we were talking animated yes. movies but then he kind of got into television and created disney's wonderful world of color the davy crockett series yes mickey mouse club yes yep and all of that worked in to his advantage because at about the same time he had major dreams for what he could potentially create in Disneyland. And one of my favorite clips, I want to play an audio clip here, was how he came up with the idea for Disneyland in the first place. Daddy's day with the two daughters. So we'd start out and try to go someplace with, you know, different things. And I would take them to the merry-go-round and I took them different places and as I'd sit there while they uh, they rode the merry-go-round, did all these things, sit on a bench, you know, eating peanuts, I felt that there should be something built, some kind of a amusement enterprise built where that the parents and the children could uh, have fun together. So he's, he's with his daughters. That was fantastic. He's with his daughters at a little carnival, watching them on a merry-go-round, sitting on a bench. And just wants a place that he can have fun with his daughters. Unbelievable. And the idea for Disneyland has been born. And, and here in our top ten a week ago, we didn't even have bringing our kids. In fact, <laughs> well, creates assumed. a whole deal. It was assumed that there they'd be with okay. us. But, you know, $17 million to build, which back then was uh, major. a major, major investment. But he went for it. And it ended up opening in 1955. And... They thought it might be a bust right off the bat, didn't they? I mean, they w- there was a lot of concern leading up to the opening that this was not going to be a financial like windfall or anything. This was not a slam dunk. Right? Wasn't it? Wasn't a slam dunk, and uh, even the opening itself. You know, we hear stories of how disastrous day one was. Right. It wasn't even like they were they were finishing the park up to the last second. Things weren't working. Union workers were upset about things. Uh, was it was it Disneyland that used helicopters to help like dry the cement like faster because I mean they literally had like they needed it, a little wind right like they need they had just like poured it the evening before they needed it to dry faster and they open they open up Disneyland and it's a record hot day right 
and women's high heels are sinking into the asphalt, asphalt. on right. Main Street. I've yep. heard that. Yet, yep. uh, yet they did it. They Major opened success. it. And I'm going to play another uh, another moment. I believe this was from opening day at Disneyland, Walt's dedication, just a short clip from uh, opening up the gates. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. I just love that short quote. You know, the memories of the past, the promise of the future. And again, just a place that you can bring your kids and enjoy and have a good time together. Uh, Disneyland is born in 1955. Well, that ended up being a pretty big success. Huge. So right. Walt's eyes got really big because what didn't he love about Disneyland? He he was he didn't have enough land. He was he was hemmed in. So the major deal was he didn't own everything leading up to it. So all these other people owned around him. So these hotels that raised prices, these restaurants, all these other things, he couldn't create a bubble. Which, if you listen to us, our favorite part is the bubble. There was no bubble. And how brilliant! Like. Again, he could have been done at movies. Right. He could have been done at television. He could have been done at Disneyland. Uh, one of his other quotes, paraphrasing it, what he loves about Disneyland is is the place that he continues. He can continue to add to. Right. He can continue to change it. But he really couldn't. I mean, he could change it at Disneyland, but he couldn't add to it. That's the right? thing. He was out of land. Right. Yeah. He was mad. So mad. I to sum it up, you know, in the in the sixties. Uh, he starts to figure out, well, where can we go? And he had his eyes set on Central Florida. Right. And somehow, it it wasn't just a, like, okay, we're going to buy all of these acres at once. He had to work through many loopholes, or many, he had to jump through a lot of holes. Right. Hoops. Right. And there's actually, when you look, if you read the book, Buying Disney's World, um, they talk about it the first, but before he starts the deal in Florida, he tried to do something in Colorado. He tried to start like the bowling was like huge at this right. point in like the fifties. And it was like bowling alleys were the thing. And he teamed up with all these like movie stars and athletes and created this major like complex. that was going to be this major deal in like Colorado. And it just, it was not, it didn't launch the way it could, would kind of launch. Yeah. So he goes to Florida. So he goes to Florida by his, a crazy amount of acres right by the end of it right enough land to do anything he wanted with i think originally he was trying to get like 10,000 acres and he ended up with over 40,000 or something <laughs> something ridiculous like that like because he was able to just figure out how to do it and it's fun to read the story about how he like flew over and or you know like looked at a map and was like i want here like this Right. basically intersections of interstates and like this is where i need to do it and they're like well that's swampland and it's like i want that land let's make it happen what how do let's we do, do it? it so they they started to build it and in in walt this was now towards the end of his life yet he didn't know that but you know he was starting to wear down and uh he worked on the plans for disney world and of course you had the magic kingdom which was modeled very heavily off of Disneyland. But then one of his other big dreams was what, Landon? To definitely create Epcot. Oh, yeah. 
Epcot, the a living space. I was excited for whatever joke that you had well, up your sleeve there. I was gonna go for some sort of rodent shaped baked good, yeah. known as the Mickey pretzel. Well, he had dreams to build Epcot, which was uh, it stands for what, Landon? Interior. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Oh no, that starts with an I. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm going to make you figure this one out. I'm well, look away we've from said right we've now. said it several times on the show. I'll give you the last two Transportation words. Transportation is T. No, tomorrow is the T. It's no, the O is ex- of. Yeah. City is C. Of got its own Just letter. Just go, go in order. What is it? Of, <laughs> of usually doesn't get a, a it letter. It gets its own letter. City is C. The experimental prototype. City of tomorrow. Community of tomorrow. Is it community or city? Community. Community? community? Yeah. Not experts. Wow. Sorry. Somebody fact check. But yeah. uh, to, to really build a community where people would live in the surrounding areas, ride the people mover, essentially, in the monorails into the city, work on things to progress our world, uh, experiment with new technologies, and do all of these things. He was so excited about this dream. And... He ends up passing away at the uh, in the year 1966, so just uh, five years before they opened Disney right. World in 1971. They had broken ground at that point, right? They had broken ground. He he walked the grounds. There are pictures of him walking on you know through the through the lands uh, as it was being developed. Uh, but he yeah he passed away in '66 from lung cancer. But what's quite amazing is that his older brother, Roy, who was quite a bit older, wasn't just a couple of years. I think he was right. a, a handful of years older than Walt, uh, kind of took the bull by the horns and said, well, we're going to do this. And you can you imagine, I mean, Walt Disney, for what he created and the, the company at that time, he was such an icon. It was such a big organization. and But he was the one. He, like, he was the visionary and everybody... Well, can, moved along with his vision. Can you imagine being? I mean, Roy was never a front man. You know, even though his statue is first, right? You walk into the Magic Kingdom, whose statue is first? Isn't it? It's Roy. You see, Roy. with Minnie, yeah. right? That, those are the first one. But Roy was never the front man and didn't want to be the front man. He was the numbers guy behind the scene. He'll figure it out. Walt was like the show. But I just can't imagine the the amount of deflation when you lose a guy like Walt. And uh, you can hear that toy dog in the background. Wow. What is with that dog every know. time we're down here? I don't know, man. I don't I'm going to hunt that thing down. Yeah, please do. My daughter will love that. Um, but anyway, Roy says, we're making this happen. We're right. going to do it. And people followed his lead. And, you know, obviously they didn't build exactly what Walt had envisioned with Epcot, but they built Disney World. And it opened in 1971. We are now celebrating the 50th anniversary of Disney World and it's grown to a lot more now than it has been in you know since 71 obviously. Do do you think I mean quick side question whatever. Do you think Walt in his wildest dreams dreamed of what it is right now? Like that it would be have this many resorts, that there would be four theme parks, that there would be two, you know, water parks. I mean, I know he bought the land and wanted to have the land but I feel like part of that was just so that nobody would like, you know, come on to him, and he would have space to do some things, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think he envisioned that? You know, I would say no, but I actually think he envisioned 
something so, massive that he couldn't even articulate. Right. Uh, so I, it He's wouldn't surprise me setting somebody else up to, to finish it, kind of deal. It's just it's it's amazing to think. Here's what I love about the story of Walt Disney is here you have a guy who he just kept pushing and he had dreams and he chased them. And by the way, he went bankrupt and he failed a lot, uh, but he kept going and he was super optimistic and and people bought into that, you know. And he, what else is really cool is he. Imagine this, 1940. He's he's basically 40 years old. He's 40. And he had just released Snow White a couple years ago. And he's maybe making a couple more movies like Bambi and Peter Pan. 1940. He's not thinking about Disneyland yet. This is 15 years before Disneyland opens. You've got a 40-year-old who is going to come up with the world's largest tourist place with Disney World. Right. And yet at 40, he doesn't even know that yet. Doesn't that blow your mind? <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, he probably didn't take his daughters to that that uh, carnival. That amusement park. Until he was in his mid-40s, would be my assumption. That's unbelievable. You know? So it's never too late, I guess, is the... I mean, well, that's, that's the moral of this <laughs> story. Could be. You never know. You never know. We it's, still have time to create another like the world's happiest second place <laughs> i mean you need momentum you, you he had he, he, he had mickey mouse he at had that mickey point. mouse at that point he had mickey yeah. mouse in his own in a couple tv shows uh so he had something rolling for him but, but. To, to end it with uh another clip from from walt disney he wanted to remind us how it all started speaking of the mouse matt years we've ventured into a lot of different fields We've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Now that's why I want this part of the show to belong to Mickey, because the story of Mickey is truthfully the real beginning of Disneyland. Well, that's a short clip, but it all started with the mouse. There you go. And I almost fell asleep there in a good way. <laughs> in a trance. You almost yeah. fell into a trance. Yeah. Into that a wall soothing. trance. I like that. His voice. He, he was one of the best storytellers. Yeah. That's probably why. You, I could listen to him tell me a bedtime story every night. So Walt Disney, that's our little tribute. That was a great episode. That was that was different than what we've done before, but I think a lot of people out there will appreciate, even if they know that stuff. If you have never walked through Walt Disney Presents and kind of wandered around and read all those like placards and things that are around and then gotten to sit through that like 10-minute movie... It is well worth a little bit of air conditioning at Hollywood Studios and, you know, walk right behind, walk past that Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway line and jump in there and you will not be disappointed. Absolutely. So so thanks for going along with us on that journey. Good news, the episode is not over because yes. it's now time for the world famous three questions. Let's have some fun. Here goes. I'd like to present the three three, three questions. questions. All right, who's going? I got one. Well, I can, can I go? You got first? it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, this question came in last week when we were live streaming. We couldn't get to all the questions. There were so many great ones. Uh, shoot, I wanted to give her a shout out, and now I can't remember. Anyway, she asked a great question. She, she said, if you could ride uh, uh, any of the rides with one of the characters, 
Which character would you choose and why? Like like Mickey Mouse or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like any character. Any character that you see at the park, you say, Come along with me, let's let's ride. <laughs> and what ride would you ride, Matt? I have goodness. What ride would I ride? Come on, we know. Do you have character. an answer? Am I going pirates? Is that what you're trying to say? Well I don't think I'd go pirates. No, I, I I I thought I knew your character for sure. Oh, who's my character? It's Donald Duck. Oh, it could be. It could for sure be Donald Duck. I'm going through my head like, is it Gaston? Am I riding with Gaston? <laughs> That's true. You Am could I, go that route too. Donald Duck. Okay, I would do Donald Ducks on Splash Mountain. Boom. That's good. That would be a great photo op hitting the water down at the bottom. That's really good. That's my answer. What would you say, Landon? I would say, oh, okay, I'm going to ride Seven Dwarfs. Dopey. <laughs> with, with one of the dwarves. Yep. Not because with, not with I, think, Snow White. I think the photo op of, and you, same right. deal with you on Splash Is Mountain, it, you get the photo op. I think if you're going to take one of the dwarfs, you get all seven. Oh, so man. you just fill the cart and like you're in the middle <laughs> Listen, of it with my, your hands up. I would I would wallpaper my house. How if, great if would that If I could fill Tower of Terror with 15 of my favorite characters and put me right in the middle and get that photo of us. <laughs> On Tower of Terror, that I would think be a great, it would be just a color blast of joy. Maybe I want Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story Mania. Oh, that's fun too. And then I want him to explain why I can't break two hundred thousand. <laughs> I want him to explain. <laughs> he can't talk. He's got the buttons. I I wanted. I'm gonna go ironic. I'm gonna go ironic. I I would. Uh, I think I would take a classic character to the shooting arcade in Frontierland. And the character I would choose is Bambi. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, you did awful. not. Well, that way, <laughs> kids ba- listen to the show. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, TJ. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> goodness. So, All right. Or, or I think that's it'd be good. fun to take like Buzz Lightyear to Jungle Cruise. Just uh, completely they, out of. See, that's where I thought you were going. Completely out of his environment. I love that. Him, where are we? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what strange land have we found ourselves in? You just did the Buzz Lightyear head whip when you did that. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Who else has a question? Go ahead, Matt. All right. I have a very quick question. Each of the four parks, you're going to add a mode of transportation that gets you either down the middle of the park from like right where you enter to the back of the park or it's going to go around the outside of the park like the train what are you going to add magic kingdom pick pick a park what are you adding are you going to add one down the pipe or are you going to add one around the outside that could have a stop or two Hmm. man just give us the railroad back in magic kingdom well that that would be pretty that's a solution right that's a good one. make it run again that's that's, my answer that has to work soon but what about it like Hollywood? You want it down the middle or around the outside? You know, an, out, an outside circular option for any of these wouldn't be a bad idea. Hollywood, I feel like it works because it, it would take you over to Tower of Terror, right? Then it takes you back to Slinky. Then it takes you over by Smuggler's Run and then you're back to the front. I think it'd be cool if they made that kind of like a new version of the Backlot Tour as well. where Ooh. they You're kind of getting behind the scenes of these certain things. So the cast member, sort of like at the Kilimanjaro like Safari, or the People Mover, exactly. They're kind of explaining what you're looking at. Right, right. There's a little dramatic with it. That's not bad. I like it. Yeah, I like that too. Animal Kingdom, I think you got to shoot me just straight to the back, but that's a different one. 
Yeah, what would you think about like a Skyliner at Animal Kingdom? I think it would be fantastic. That could be really cool. That's a great Over the idea. Rivers and all the trees. Yes. Kind of loop me to the left and then kind of like a long ride almost of the Skyliner over the Safari. The Skyliner would just fit in perfectly in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> perfectly. Don't you the dare aesthetic. fly anything I'm over those animals. Right over the Safari. You're I do not trust my, my second child. Pax would be animals. the first one. That nope. Would be nope. <laughs> dropping stuff out the vent in the back. <laughs> stuff would be candy wrappers. Hot, hot tamales. Yeah, seriously. They the just back. fall out of his pocket. Over <laughs> Dino Land, you could fly on a tri, a, tri, uh, a, ter- a pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. <laughs> wearing American flag. A tank top. Oh my goodness! Because it's Dino Land USA. Yes. Oh my good. All right. There's my question. Good All question. Right. Good question. Three question. I'm going to pull one from a listener. Oh, that's what you do. That's what we do. Um, this is from Brian, who is a dad of two from Hampshire. Hampshire. Am I saying that right? Hampshire in, U- in the UK. Ooh. I mean, we call it New Maybe Hampshire, Hampshire in the US. But right. I, I would like imagine Hampshire. It's, yeah. I would imagine it's. Hampshire. I think you're probably correct. Uh, and it was, they have a f- fourteen night vacation in september to disney world wow get her done they're coming across the pond they're gonna they're gonna get their money's worth i like that gonna get here get here so he says i've got the basics like water chargers and money but what are what's what's uh what are three key items so each of us can name one that you would not leave your hotel without for a park day okay not the basics you got water chargers money those kind of things sunglasses suntan lotion Give us, give us something. What's something you need? Does he have unique? poncho on there? He doesn't have poncho. So if you want to take that one, go ahead. I feel like that's a basic, though. Is that a basic? And, and only applicable if the forecast. Well, he's bad. also asking in light of his kids. So he's got you know younger kids, three and nine. Goldfish crackers. Goldfish crackers. That one food. I'm serious. Goldfish. That one food. Got to have a little. You're standing in line. Yeah. If you you've got snacks. a little bag of, you know, a Ziploc of goldfish crackers, you just made it an extra 10 minutes. So that's in line. good. Like, that's going to come in useful. 100%. With little kids. Yep. Okay. I'm going to say definitely for that length of the trip, you need your magic band. You bet. Yeah. Don't forget hope. the magic band. I would hope you're Everybody magic band. strap on the bands and. Yeah. Okay. We would typically, I typically slide in like extra, maybe a couple extra t-shirts for the kids or socks in case they go into the storybook circus area that Landon forbids his children to enter. <laughs> Unbelievable. I was like, why are you bringing extra shirts? Oh, that's why. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I dream of? I dream of a day I walk into a park and I have nothing but my phone. Oh. No backpack, not a care in the world. That'll be the day when the three of us are in there. Seriously, because I'm not bringing anything else. Seriously, that's when it's going to happen. I the won't. There'll be going. no fanny pack. There'll be nothing. I've got well, nothing but the I'll shirt have, on. You'll have back. a fanny I'll pack. Have my fanny. I, I will have my phone. I, and my wallet. That's it. I'll have my phone. No wallet. No I, wallet. I will Apple Pay everything, or I'll use my Magic Band. Well, I will have my Magic Band. No wallet. Why would I need my wallet? You wouldn't. You that's just a beautiful wouldn't. thing. It's a beautiful thing. Sunglasses, Amazing. a T-shirt, and uh, a pair of sneakers. Yeah. If it gets cold, I'll buy a sweatshirt. Brian, th- thanks for listening, and we're, right. uh, we're here to hype you up for your trip. Cheers to you. Is that all three questions for us? That, that was it. a fast three questions. Ooh. Oh, guys, thanks for joining us for the 101st episode. <laughs> 101. We won't keep saying the numbers as we yeah. go. <laughs> Welcome to the 147th episode of yeah. the 
There are podcasts that do that. Do Ooh, they really? Let's yeah. not do that. Like they, they welcome to episode two thousand seven hundred and sixty-two. <laughs> oh. I'm oh like, my you, goodness. you don't need to say the number. Right. We don't. How do they keep track of the that? The number's too big at this point. You right. have eight hundred reviews. We believe it's, it's that like you've saying, been on. It's here. like saying this. Guess how much my truck weighs. Two thousand five hundred pounds. Like no, no. Mc, we don't McDonald's know. is saying, guess how know. many burgers we've served. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We lot. get it. We you've get sold it. a hamburger. It's a lot. Too. I'm yeah. still in the <laughs> so It's a big number. It's a big number. All right. Well, we can't wait for next week. We'll see you right back here on the Disney World is Awesome Podcast. Mm-hmm.